The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about them, Cowboys? Yeah! Go Cowboys! This is Talkin' Cowboys. Streaming live from the Dallas Cowboys World Headquarters at the Star in Frisco. Hand on Elliott, plowing to the goal line. Barry, sacked by Lord. Prescott keeps it, and he bangs it into the touchdown. And now, your hosts, Isaiah Stanback, Patrick Walker, and Kyle Yeomans. Talking Cowboys, presented by Black Rifle Coffee Company. The Dallas Cowboys get the win on Christmas Eve as the merry and bright lights were too much for the Philadelphia Eagles in Week 16. The Dallas Cowboys come out on top 40 to 34, and you know what that means. It's a 40-burger Monday here on Talking Cowboys. Hope you guys had a fantastic holiday season, (laughs) a very Merry Christmas, but we are back ready to break down what happened on Saturday. Isaiah Stanback, a resident Super Bowl champion, Patrick No C.U. Walker, Chris Beam in the back, I'm Kyle Yeomans. Gentlemen, how we doing? Fantastic. Feeling good, Kyle. I mean, Cowboys gave us all a nice little gift for Christmas. It was. Everything was just a little bit sweeter. Mm. Oh, yeah. Just a little bit. The lights were a little bit brighter Brighter. on the outside of your home. And the air a little bit more crisp. Yes. Mm. Right? Even the kids had a bigger smile than they would have opening the gifts. It just just all felt right, Kyle. I liked it. It just felt right. Yeah, it did. It just felt right. It definitely did. Did you have a good Christmas? I did. Mine was wonderful. Any time I get, you know, to spend... Uh, any chance I get to spend time with the family, mm-hmm. the kids, and, and just you know watching everyone enjoy themselves and enjoy each other, it, it's always going to be a blessing. Obviously, because there are those out there that don't have that that blessing um, to lean on. So, um, which you know, quick mental health note for those that um, are struggling with that, and you know, holidays can be kind of lonely mm-hmm. uh, for a lot of people. So, while everyone is enjoying their blessings, make sure that you're paying it forward as mm-hmm. well, even if it's as simple as uh, a text, a call to someone who may not have. Have, um, what you have. So, you know, just check in on, on your friends, even the ones that you think are strong. But outside of that, yeah, mine was fantastic. How about yours, my friend? Oh, man, it was so fun. Got to drive down to Waco yesterday, get oh, to see nice. the fam. I uh, got to see you all the road, did you? Yeah, yeah. I did a little bit of driving throughout the last couple, uh, about 24 hours, about six hours round trip, because I went two hours down to Waco. Then we drove another hour to Colleen to see my grandparents. Uh, by the way, I ran into, I was literally just driving around in Colleen, getting to their house. I didn't realize there's brick-and-mortar Black Rifle Coffee companies out there. Are there? Yeah. I took a picture. I'll show it to you in a minute. But I was kind of shocked. Hmm. Brick-and-mortar, like a like like a normal coffee shop just sitting on the corner. So you're saying really nice. So you're saying they're holding out on Dallas. Uh-huh. Wow. Yeah. Oh, Black Rifle no, Coffee. I, I, we, think, we I think we need to make some Yeah, we need yeah. to make some calls. Yeah. There's but, one on uh, 75. Oh, uh, is there really? There is one on Saturday. Saved okay. by Beamer. Yeah. I'm never Black out there, so that makes sense <laughs> why I haven't like seen it. It's over in like, the Plano area. Oh, okay. Uh, you know what? I'm going to stay away from the Plano. Plano area until further notice. Why? Because they took out one of our pass rushers. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm not too keen uh, on driving in the Plano area. Love you, yeah. Plano, but stop taking out our pass rushers. 
Speaking um, on Sam Williams there, of course, and glad to see that he's yeah, okay. Because it could have been much worse. Absolutely. But Isaiah, how was your Christmas? It was great. I got to spend it, you know, you know, here the night before, and then mm-hmm. um, got to hang out with the kiddos and and the wifey and everybody else. Man, I've got my pops is in town. My mother in law is in town. It was a good time. It was a Absolutely. Good time, man. I and like they enjoyed the kids. that. that wonderful looking yeah. fried turkey that you oh, just presented man yeah you know every so yeah. often i gotta get you down. hooked it up you know just because i don't eat meat anymore doesn't mean i don't know how to cook it so, you understand what i'm saying yeah. i still know how to get Looks on that like you put your foot in there come on man i put all my toes oh, all of it in. all of it and s- since we're speaking about fried birds oh yeah the, mm, right right here. Here. you did there right here yeah right yeah just just since we're talking about it oh yeah the eagles were were fried for 40 points on Saturday, mm, Cowboys now at eleven and four, Eagles at thirteen and two. Uh, there are so many ways you could take storylines out of this football game. Mm-hmm. One, it was a phenomenal game, back and forth, win or lose. Those two teams are going to be a problem in the playoffs, no matter what. Yeah. And neither team was at full strength either. You can say what you want about Gardner Minshew being a quarterback, but there's plenty of Cowboys that weren't playing either. Exactly. So. There's there's a conversation on both ends of it. Both teams played good games. Really, you go back and you watch it, you see all the film. Both teams played well, and it, it was a shame that one team had to lose, but really not that much of a shame. I'm okay with the team that ended up losing. Me too. But what was your biggest takeaway from the, the win on Saturday, the win on Christmas Eve? The resilience. Mm-hmm. I know that's probably that's their word, but that's a word that I definitely went to, simply because of the fact there was so many. This game was a roller coaster, and then we talked about leading up to the game how this is going to be the, the closest playoff in, in environment that they were going to have prior to the actual playoffs, and that's what the playoffs are all about. You're going to have your good your good plays, and you're going to have the mojo going. You have your mojo moments, and then there's going to be times where it's like crap. This looks real bad. <laughs> it's going to be bad. <laughs> and, and you have to be able to dig yourself out of that hole. And you really have two different options, two different you know scenarios. You either just put your head down and say, oh, well, here it goes. Just not our day. Or you can find a way to get the result that you want. And that's what Dallas did the other day. They found a way to, to end up with the result that they wanted, and they controlled that. Right? They, they took what was given to them, and then some of the other portion, they went out and took it. This team can, can take a punch. Mm. Uh, like a Joe Frazier punch. Yeah, they can take a Joe Frazier punch, overhand right, or a a Tyson uppercut. Uh, And you know that Tyson uppercut is deadly from Mike Tyson punch out. You you know, typically you you take that and you're you're down. And then you're done. this team came out, and obviously Trevon Diggs didn't have a great game, but yeah. he was two days removed from battling illness, which means in all likelihood he was still battling the illness. But mm-hmm. I bring up Trevon because uh, on that double move, he bit down on A.J. Brown. You get the big play on the first drive from scrimmage for the Eagles, but defense clamps down, holds them to a field goal. First offensive drive from scrimmage for the Cowboys. Second play, or third play, I believe. Dak Prescott kind of rolls out to the left a little bit, has Dalton <coughs> Schultz about to hit him in the flat. Short arms it, Josh Sweat, pick six. You just spotted the Eagles 10 points basically on your own field as they're trying to clinch uh, the division and the top seed in the conference. And what happens after that? Avengers assemble. Dak Prescott goes <laughs> 16 for 17 for 167 yards and a touchdown thereafter, ultimately going on to have one of the better games of the season that he's had. Yeah. 
in a, in a game where Ezekiel Elliott and Tony Pollard, while effective in what they were able to do, Ezekiel Elliott with the rushing touchdown, Tony Pollard with some uh, a critical plays in, in space when they needed it most. But for the most part, this was a game where the Cowboys couldn't continue to punch the Eagles in the mouth on the ground, no. so they did it in the air. Time and again, C.D. Lamb was at eight catches eight, on eight targets, 103 yards and a touchdown at the half. T.Y. only had one target, but that target in the first half, critical. It drew the, the uh, illegal contact. Yeah, the defensive penalty. holding. Yeah, defensive yep. holding on Darius Slay, fourth down, kept the drive moving. The offense took a, a huge punch. The defense took a huge punch, and they just said, you know what? We're going to pretend <clears throat> that stuff never happened. And they just came back and they threw their own punches, and then it was a heavyweight bout from there on out. And I think that's what was most encouraging to me because you just came off of two games where you got punched by a team you didn't expect to get punched by, mm. Texans and Jags. You thought you, you you thought those were punches, but then you go up against Philadelphia and you get extra punched. You get mm-hmm. that Mike Tyson punch early, early ten nothing, bang. There it is. What are you going to do? It's Have staring fun. you in the face. Get after You're it. You're bleeding from the mouth. And honestly, do? and there's a play that I want to hit later on, kind of early in the ball game that I don't think people are talking about that I think they should be talking about. Uh, I want to hit it in the second segment. But also, you, you got to give credit where credit is due on the defensive side of the ball late. Because the defense struggled in the first half. Yes, and, and, and really in the early parts of the third quarter, too, they gave up chunk plays. They were, they were there. Open receivers. Two 100-yard receivers, mm-hmm. Devontae Smith and A.J. Yeah, Brown. Yeah. But when they needed the plays late, they got the job done. Four takeaways, two of those were pretty much give, given to you, but you converted, mm-hmm. and you converted into the points. Without those extra chances, Isaiah, I don't think Dallas comes out on top. You needed every single play to check the box all the way down to get the win. You needed every morsel, Kyle. Every freaking morsel. Mm-hmm. You couldn't go without one. <laughs> the thing is, man— these guys, they responded when they absolutely had to. And to your point, had they missed one of those opportunities, mm-hmm. this ball game's done and done. done. I mean, from the get-go, they got they got two pieces in the biscuit, right? You got the slant route to A.J. Brown and come right back to the to the sluggo, killing Trayvon Diggs, right? Killed him. Right, got back to back plays. Back to back plays. Eyes in the backfield, set him up, took a bit advantage of his over aggressiveness, knew he was gonna be hyped for the game, knew he was gonna be following AJ Brown. Like they took advantage of all that. And then, you know, they you, you found you found your way back into the second drive and you had these guys, you know, Dak Prescott calmed himself down after the interception and Started taking the easy plays. That was the thing that really got him going. He started taking yes. the easy plays. He started taking the dump downs and the over routes and the unders. And and then he started having opportunities to take shots down the field. And then some dude who just got here named <laughs> T.Y. Hilton comes along. And when your back is completely against the wall, you know, you sack on the first play, sack on the second play, Boop. third and 30. And you're like, crap, man. I think at that point in time, we under we all understood if this, the game was pretty much over. Right, the game was pretty you much over. Call it like you call it like you see it, and, there, and there's no way you convert third and thirty. No, right. So at this point, the game is over. Right, momentum swing no, has happened. Philadelphia is getting sacks left and right. Like they're beating up the line. They're over. Well, they I, mean, I don't know how many sacks they ended up with, but six. Yeah, they were six. Yeah, it was heavy. Uh, and then all of a sudden, they throw a freaking hail mary of a play, and <laughs> T.Y. Hilton snacks this thing out the air. Says I'm here to do one job, <laughs> run by guys, catch the ball, smoke two. Yeah, two guys. Two Not birds. only did he run past the corner, he ran past the safety. He, he smoked s- two birds. So you didn't think I could? I still got this go juice. Mm. All right, and Dak threw a heck of a ball. Heck Dimer. of a ball. Dimer. Yeah. T.Y. Hilton, great catch. T- uh, Dak Prescott, great ball. These guys the seemingly have been together forever, but we know they haven't. Talk about the the 
some of the plays that Dak Prescott made in this football game, that was one of them. Mm. Boom. On the money. Dang I mean, her. in a tight window, just threw it in the bread basket for T.Y. Hilton to make an easy grab. The other one was rolling out to his right at the goal line and somehow evading pressure and then throwing it just to where Michael Gallup could catch it and then drag his feet. Masterpiece theater that play was. Unbelievable. Masterpiece theater. And also, by the way, Michael Gallup probably saved an interception by getting a hand on that football because there was 24 Bradbury right Right there behind him. Right there. Right behind him. Gallup doesn't get a hand on the football. It's a pick. Not only does it not turn into points, it turns into a possession. You're talking the other about way. trust with your receiver. Yeah, I mean, Dak put that where, like you said, it was where only Michael Gallup had a chance at it. But if Gallup doesn't come down with that, it's it's Dak's second interception. And and Gallup, quiet as it's kept, could have ended up. He struggled yardage wise, but he could have ended on a two tutty night if the sun wasn't playing defense as well. <laughs> right. So you know, love you, Pizza Boy, but I don't know what the call was to send Gallup on that route into the sunspot. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, nonetheless. Um, hey, you win some, you lose you some. You win right? some, you lose some. Yeah. And, and that's that a, a great saying for what happened against the Cowboys. They won some, they lost some, they won, they lost some, they won, won some over the course of that game. But ultimately, they won more than they lost. And that's what just needed to happen against a 13-1 and Philadelphia Eagles team. You knew you weren't going to blow this team out. Nope. We said over the course of the, of the week, preceding this game. Gardner Minshew is serviceable. He can make some plays. But we also said, bottle up Miles Sanders, force Minshew to throw 40-plus times, and you have yourself a chance. And how many times did he throw? 40. You won the game. And for those that are saying, oh, well, you beat our backup. Okay, listen. you, you <laughs> That was your choice. Listen, for those fans your that choice. spent the entirety of their Christmas uh, in eastern Pennsylvania snorting lines of copium in my Twitter mentions uh, that was stepped on which made it even worse. It wasn't even pure. It was stepped on. <laughs> Understand that your your response your copious response to uh, the Cowboys beating the Eagles was, oh, well, you beat a backup quarterback and, you it, you know, you barely did it. You should be proud of yourself. Ha-ha, sarcasm. Well, hold on. Hold on a second now. Oh, wait a minute. Wait, wait one wait darn minute. Wait a second. Did, hashtag keep that energy? Yeah. Okay. Um, when you beat up on Cooper Rush for three touchdowns and barely beat him, your coach, Nick Sirianni, Ran to the locker room screaming, how about them Eagles? Mm. Right? He was on the sideline. And we have clips saying, F you, game over. Oh. Yelling at the Cowboys sideline from oh. the opposing sideline. He, he did do that. F yep. you, game over. Oh. For, to, for beating Cooper Rush. But when pay, oh man, turnabout is fair play. Turnabout is fair play. Gardner Minshew nice. walks in, makes a few plays. Shout out to Gardner Minshew. He made some plays. But uh, J. Ron Kerr said, you know what? That's, that's not Marquez Watkins' ball. That's my ball, punk. Yeah. Deron Bland says that's that's not Marquez Watkins' ball. That's my ball, punk. These interceptions, the two interceptions, weren't gimmies. No, they were earned. Those are mine. Mm-hmm. I own you, and you're going to tie my shoes when we're done with this play. <laughs> oh, okay. And it better be the right kind of knot. I think right? there's there's so many things that are so fun about this game. Is that, is that I really got now. Yes. <laughs> Yes, it better be the right kind of knot. So (laughs) over, over, and pull through. My biggest thing is I want to tie a whole bow on this, Mm. okay? Because it is a short week. We don't have a ton of time. 
in terms of breaking this down and then breaking down the, the game against the Titans. What does this say about this team? Last year, you wanted that benchmark win. Mm-hmm. You wanted it, but you never got it. Yep, yep. You never had a win that you could rely and hang your hat on and say, our team got the job done here. At this point in the season, you had a, you have a couple of those wins. You have a couple wins that you probably shouldn't have pulled out. Look at Cincinnati, a team that's figuring it out in the AFC. Mm-hmm. You beat them with Cooper Rush. You went four and one with your backup quarterback. Those are a couple wins there. Minnesota, you beat them forty to three. Hang off. your hat on that one. Great. This is another benchmark win that allows you to know what your team has in store for the playoffs. So Isaiah, I ask you, what did this this win tell you about this Cowboys team? Even a week coming after a disappointing loss. I have a good thing. I have a bad thing, Kyle. Give me both of them. Let's go with the good. Okay, the good thing is this team won't quit. Can take a punch. They can take a punch. There's a lot of people that got got strong chins. Yeah. But so everybody doesn't get up. Mm -hmm. These guys get up and they come back swinging. Mm -hmm. Okay? So, Cowboys Nation, your team won't quit on you. Like that. That's facts. Like that a lot. That's facts. Scary point. I think this team has to have turnovers to win games. Yeah. That's also facts. Mm-hmm. Got to take away the football. They got it multiple mm-hmm. takeaways. They're up to 30 now in the league, which is Absolutely. most in the NFL. Four takeaways, correct? Yep. yep. Still a tight game. Because they had giveaways. Giveaways. Yeah. <laughs> so to your point, yeah, yeah, you, very you much got to so. win the margin. Yeah, you got to win the margin. got to win the margin. And I think you have to win it by a solid margin because that's one thing that I don't like about this team right now is that you feel like the defense has to have a heck of a game yeah. in order for Dallas to win the big boy games. Good and bad. Good and bad. Good and scary. I'll say it that way. I don't say bad. Good and scary. Right? This team won't quit, but – you need the defense to have those takeaways. I, I agree on, on both points, and I think the defense, um, good news, Cowboys fans, they can take the ball away. Yeah. Um, but I think this is what's required more so now with the absence of LVE and Jonathan Hankins at the moment. I think once players like that get back in the mix, uh, then the defense will be a little bit more solid and not necessarily uh, depend as much on the takeaways. Obviously, you're still going to want them to get them. They're still going to want to take them away. Yeah. But the outcome of the game won't be as heavily weighted towards them. But at the moment, with those two players, yes, this team needs to take continue to take the ball away. Um, for me, I'm looking at Dak Prescott, um, and for right now, Dak Prescott is in a slump when it comes to interceptions. Even when he got into the press conference, first thing he said when he stepped on the podium was, "Let's talk about this interception." Yeah, that was the first thing he said when he stepped on the podium, and, and he said that you know he explained what happened, and he said he short armed it for the most part. He should have put more air under it. He underestimated Josh Sweat's length, et cetera, et cetera. And Been he said before. as he's chasing chasing Josh Sweat down, the first thing popped <laughs> in his head was, "Not again." Yeah. You know what that tells me? That tells me he understands that, be it luck or technique or whatever, it's just not breaking in his favor in this category. Those plays stay with you. It does. I have a very similar play back in college, right? I didn't mm-hmm. get a chance to play on the field as, as a quarterback in the league, but back in college, big game, Notre Dame game, very similar. Guys wide open. Oh, I'm just going to just gonna lob it right there. Mm-hmm. Interception. Yeah. Freaking interception. Throw the ball. I, I still have nightmares yeah. about that play. So I'm glad it happened. Yeah. I'm glad it happened. When it happened. When it happened. Yeah. Because Dak is going to remember that. And now he's not going to just rely on his uh, his skills to get get those balls thrown. So he's going right. to rely on his technique. And that play, I promise you, a very similar play will pop up down the road, and he's going to make all the adjustments in the world to ensure that his guy gets the ball you better believe because it. of this. You better believe it. And and the big thing about Dak for me is is I love that Mike McCarthy said last week he he told Dak to keep shooting. Dak is in a slump right now as it relates to interceptions only. He's still putting up 
up yards. Yep. He's still yeah. getting passing touchdowns only as it relates to interceptions. You know what this reminds me of? Mm. This reminds me of Ezekiel Elliott's uh, season in 2020. He had six fumbles in the first five games. And more, more often than not, he was a shorthanded back when it came to that category. But for whatever reason, he was putting the church's money on the ground continuously to start the 2020 season. You know how many fumbles Ezekiel Elliott has had since those six fumbles in the first five games of 2020? Mm. Two in his last 39 <laughs> starts. Ooh. When you're in a slump, baseball analogy coming. I like it. swinging. Keep swinging. Swing yourself out of the slump. Give yourself a chance to come out of it because if that bat keeps sitting on your shoulder, you're going to stay in the slump. So I love what Dak Prescott is doing. You saw him bounce back from that pick six in magnificent fashion because he didn't get down on himself. He had a brief moment where he said to himself, not again, but as quickly as the next drive happens and then the defense gets you a ball, uh, you know, a takeaway, and you go down, the Cowboys score 20 points off of takeaways. That's huge. It's the difference in the ball takeaways. game, and you needed all four all of them <clears throat> to get the job done. So, Dak Prescott, yes. Keep keep swinging, my friend. Keep hey, swinging. shoot or shoot, right? Didn't There's Ma- a basketball didn't Matthew, analogy. Didn't Matthew Stafford win the Super Bowl as the leader in interceptions? Yes, he did. Season? Okay, all right. I don't I don't love that idea. I don't love it either. I'm simply saying. Can we, we can limit it, maybe. That'd be I'm great. I'm saying that if you can, be it you, yourself, your offense, and or your defense can collectively wash no. No away those interceptions with points and then points off of takeaways and things like that. Ultimately, you can make that stat not be as ugly yeah. as people think it is in the moment. Is what I'm. Saying. I, I agree with you. I'm just. I like to like to maybe push the yeah, non, stop, the stop, non-interception stop intercept, side. Stop things. throwing interceptions. But <laughs> if you're going to, because I want you to keep swinging, so yep. if the interceptions keep coming. Yep. Just keep finding ways to delete them. That's all. Yep. I'm saying. There's one way to do it. All right. When we come back, what is the one play? We talked about all of these big-time game-changing plays that no one is talking about, but I think it might be the most important out of all of them. We'll talk about that, and we'll spread some Christmas cheer when we come back on Talking Cowboys. When you build, you start with the foundation, and home ownership is a foundation of a stable future. The Bank of America Community Home Ownership Commitment has helped over 34,000 people lay the groundwork so far. With up to $10,000 towards your down payment or 3% of the purchase price, whichever is less, the satisfaction of owning your own place can become a reality. Visit bankofamerica.com slash homeowner to learn more. What would you like the power to do? Bank of America N.A. Equal housing lender. Credit and collateral is subject to approval. Restrictions apply. This is not a commitment to lend. Did you get to work on time? Yeah, but I just realized it's Sunday. Little Sweet says head on home. Dr. Pepper's on its way. So sweet, unique. Baby, there's nothing better. I bet you've probably done something that deserves a Dr. Pepper. Did you invest your nest egg in an NFT? Yeah, and I don't even know what that is. It's a non-fungible token. That deserves a Dr. Pepper. Todd thought it would be secure to jog in the cheetah savannah. Todd believed the big cat repellent he bought online was reliable. And now Todd is trying to be faster than this cheetah that can run 80 miles per hour. But the good news is Todd has AT&T 5G that is fast, reliable, and secure. And he learned the best thing to do is stop running and toss her the backpack with the beef stew. AT&T 5G. Fast, reliable, secure. It's not complicated. 5G requires compatible plan and device. 5G may not be available in your area. See att.com slash 5G for you for details. Are you ready to take coffee off your grocery list forever? Black Rifle Coffee Club is here to help. As a coffee club member, you'll get your favorite coffees roasted, 
packaged and shipped to your door free of charge on your preferred schedule. Set it, forget it, and never run low on coffee again. Members also get exclusive deals on coffee, products, and discounts from partner brands. Ease your mind and let Black Rifle worry about your coffee supply. Go to BlackRifleCoffee.com to join the coffee club today. Back to Talking Cowboys. Back here on Talking Cowboys, here on this Victory Monday. And it's only right that the best fans in the whole world get the best out of their out-of-this-world gear. They've completely messed up all of these reads. There's like holiday reads in here, too. I believe in you. This is late. Uh, Visit your local Dallas Cowboys Pro Shop or log on to shop.dallascowboys.com, a Fanatics experience, and grab Cowboys Nation-worthy hoodies, tees, accessories, and more. Go to your pro shop right now. DallasCowboy.com, a Fanatics experience. So we've got Chris Beam in the back. He's mm. always running things and doing a great job That's of right. doing so. Beamer. He's coming in here because Isaiah wants to spread a little bit of Christmas yeah. cheer. I'm in the front today. I got to take care of my people, man. Hey, listen up. Uh, always trying to utilize my network. You know, I try to take mm-hmm. care of my people. You know, people yeah. give, give me, I like to give back to them. So my team devil, my guys over at Shabo Creations. Okay. okay. C-H-A-B-O-T Creations. Okay. To check them out on IG, right? They took yep. care of me. They took care of y'all. Shabo. Uh, Shabo. Okay. You know, you know, I'm international. Sounds fancy, style. yeah. It is very fancy. A little fancy. Okay. And, and military vets. In military. Oh, cool. Okay, okay. so always giving nice. back to the vet. Black like rifle right, company. Right. Yeah. So you know how to do it. Anyways, uh, I'm gonna go ahead and dig down here. Got a big bag, okay? I'm not gonna say like Kyle said on the pregame show. Big Whoa. Long. He's got a whoa. big bag. Whoa. 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 Uh, thing's got uh, some heft. Yeah, it's yeah, got it some does. weight to it, okay? Uh See what I got here. I'm going to take it's like Santa's bag. Can't use the hands because it's ripping right off. Take all this out of here, okay? Uh, let me see what this is for. Get my mic over here. <laughs> oh, oh my so, gosh. Oh, yeah. This one right here is from my guy, No C. Oh. Uh huh. This one here is from my guy. <laughs> Whoa. Hey, why? Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Check you got to show your camera. And this is from my guy. <laughs> let me see this. Right here, Kyle thought I left him out the other day. Hey, go Kyle. So shout out to my guy over there hey. at Shabo hey. Creations. Did you man. see this, Kyle? <laughs> hey, go Kyle. <laughs> It's on camera too. Oh, oh, you see this? Yeah, showed up there. I guess that, that one. Uh, oh my gosh! How about this camera over here, Jazz? Yeah, no, that's that so funny. And go, Kyle. Yeah. And go, Kyle. Wow! So I want to make sure y'all y'all had something for Christmas, man. Dude, that is oh, that awesome. Is awesome, dude. Oh, man. <laughs> handmade, oh, man. handmade. Yeah, yeah it's still sticky. Really? They sent me the same process. They sent me the whole process yeah. online, nice. and I was watching it as it came along. Man. Collabed on it, created it, I mean, and they made that's it. Dope. It smells good. Oh, too. that's it good stuff like... right there. Okay, well, oh, if yeah. we're gonna do yeah. this, that'll last you a lifetime, right there. Oh, yeah. if we're gonna do this, then <laughs> and go, Kyle. Oh, it looks like Patrick's got some. Uh-oh. I love that. That's sick. that's hilarious. Of course, that's, you, you uh, like I know it. it's great. I'm a part of it. Go, Kyle. Listen, <laughs> forever. Isaiah's dirty mind. Yeah, I I'm think not it needs to be hung up there. That's all right, man. Yours was delayed by um, the shipper whose name I can't say because oh. they're a sponsor. Oh. oh. Mm. But as soon as yours gets here, okay. Okay. Yeah. Well, this we love our sponsor. Well, yeah, this is for QB1. Okay. This is mine. Do I open it now? Yeah, go for it. Go okay. For it. Ooh. This is for IRS. Oh, that's a big box. Oh, that's a big box. That's a big box. Yeah. Check it out. Check it out. Some Seattle gear. gear. I know what that one is. You, you and the wife <laughs> represent. Absolutely. Oh. 
Ooh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Look at this. That's what I'm How talking about, about that? baby. Yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> yo, this is my game yeah. right now. You dub Opoly. Listen here. Yeah. This dub. is my game. You dub. You dub <laughs> Hey, I'll be there this week. Let's you go. go. You, you and the little can fire it up. Oh, it's going oh, down. I got hilarious. Harry the Husky over here. Is there, is there a spot Appreciate on there that. where you threw a pick against Notre Dame? Oh. 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 <laughs> Merry Dang, Christmas. Yeah. That's what we're doing. <laughs> wow. Talk about some right. holiday spirit. I learned a lot. <laughs> got my UNT guy over here. Yes, sir. Put out in front of the house and, and represent a I'm excited about that. That's awesome. Yes, Very nice. This is dope. Thank you, sir. Thank, no, you, thank, Patrick. You. Christmas, thank you, Patrick. Thank you, Patrick. I gave Isaiah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, I know. yeah. Great, KY really. already took care of me. Yeah, I got Isaiah. Yeah. Then I've got Patrick right here. Oh, that's awesome. Oh, what Stuffed it full, little stainless steel oh. bottle. Oh, I like it. And then you got a whole thing of koozies in there, too. Oh, oh. You going to put some tiger milk in there? Facts. Dude, absolutely, <laughs> right? Facts. Absolutely. Uh. And I've got a gift card. It's upstairs, though. For you as well. Oh, so that's awesome. Yeah, man. Yes. Little cowboys. Yes. I'm here with it. Little Look, cowboys. And, and, I, and I love that it's it's all it's red sponsored. white, so you can't tell that the tiger milk is inside, but mm-hmm. you can trust and believe that it's gonna be full. That is most definitely inside. <laughs> most definitely. Cow's on, on brand too. I like yeah, that. Yeah, it is a brand. Yeah, deal. On brand. Yeah. See what you appreciate did, that. Like, all right, guys. Appreciate it. I'll, I'll go ahead and stop mixing. <laughs> <laughs> Merry Christmas, everybody, and. Of course, hope you had a happy, happy holiday season. This is awesome. Thanks, guys. That was really fun. Love you guys. Yeah, love doing this show. Love being a part of this family. That's that's getting put up as soon as I get back to the crib. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. I love it. I really do. And for those that obviously, I mean, you guys, ladies and gentlemen who are listening and or watching, you can't um, feel Mm. or smell, but that is... The weight on that wood. Oh, it's legit. That is legit quality wood. The craftsmanship is magnificent. The finish is magnificent. And Chabot. 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 Chabot They're good people. Go check them out. Go support the vets, man. They're awesome. And even better, vet owned. Vet owned. Yeah, that's really cool. Let's go. Really, really cool. All right, let's get back to the the play that I think people should be talking about. Okay. We've we've gone back in time a couple times and seen great highlight reels of the the past quarterbacks for the Dallas Cowboys: Troy Aikman, Roger Staubach, Tony Romo. That have they've all had these signature plays. I don't think this is one of the signature plays for Dak, but I think it should be. I, I don't think it'll go down in history as one, but I think it should be. Third down in the first quarter. This is the drive following the pick six. Mm-hmm. You're down 10 to nothing, mm-hmm. and you're driving, and it's third down and long. Dak Prescott has the pocket collapse around him. Safety comes in off of the blitz, has him wrapped up mm. in the grasp mm-hmm. all the way oh, yes. around his ankles, and then he twists and turns, has an offensive lineman and defensive lineman in front of him. And I heard him say, I'm bigger than you, while he did all Is that what he, is, yeah, he said this? Yeah, that was yeah. my translation. Turns nice. to his right, slings a pass to Michael Gallup, first down, drive continues, you go down and you score. Mm-hmm. If you don't complete that pass, if you get taken to the ground, or it's an incomplete pass, it's fourth down. You punt the ball away. Philly has the ball up by 10 and driving. I think if you don't make that play, I don't think the Cowboys have a shot to win later. You know what? There are so many. and magnificent. There's a ton of plays Mag- like yeah, that. Magnificent for you to point that out because, yes, that is one of the unheralded plays. And, and then you talk about uh, a couple of uh, <clears throat> blocks from Tyler Biadish that helped set up some plays. And uh, it's yeah. those kind of unsung things 
the totality of it is what powered the Cowboys through. Because, as you just mentioned, that's another play, as Isaiah mentioned earlier. There were several plays in this game, be it that one, that if you don't get that and they come down to school and go up 17-0, this is probably ball game, right? Not to say it's impossible for you to come back, but as deflating as it would have been, that might be ball game. Third and 30, you don't convert that. That's def- majorly deflating after your offense has been stalling up to that point. Mm. Maybe you don't, you know, recover from that because maybe they come down and score again. But what do you do? <clears throat> third and thirty. What did what did uh, Dak say? Third and thirty. Find Ty. The ghost mm. is in the building. Dude. Darius Slay cooked safety. Good luck. It's the Ty show. So on several occasions, there are several plays that you could point to, be it from Dak Prescott, Ty Hilton, couple blocks from Tyler Biadish, couple pancakes from Terrence Steele. You know, Tyron Smith playing a hundred percent of the game as we predicted and hoped that he would. At right tackle, playing the hundred percent, not necessarily right tackle for IRS. He didn't want to be right tackle, but he did play. There was they did. did they didn't give you no more rotating. Yeah, Thank he, goodness, no yeah. more yeah. rotating. He got he got sauce. And on the too. defensive he side did. of the ball, he if Jaron Curse doesn't completely swing momentum with that first interception, if he doesn't completely uh, build on momentum with that fumble recovery, if Deron Bland doesn't get his interception, so forth and so on, the team. Offense and defense. I mean, even special teams had to recover. Turpin had a, a wonderful return. Ill-advised coming out of deep, deep in the end zone like that, nah, but he made it work. I'm all right with it. He, I'm all right. He, with right. It. He's different. Keep shooting. He made it work. Pro Bowl returner, yeah, Kavate exactly. Turpin. Put some respect, respect on, right. yeah, put put some respect respect on that man's name. And Deshaun Wright made the, the, his only mistake of the game was on special teams. And Deshaun, we'll talk mm-hmm. about this later uh, tomorrow as we start to preview the Titans. But Deshaun Wright, he comes in. Kelvin Joseph basically is benched on defense, zero defensive snaps. Deshaun yep. Wright takes the lead and plays effective football. Saw him on a, a critical PBU, saw him disrupting. Whenever the Cowboys needed a play, after getting punched in the mouth, whether it be the jab or whether it be the overhand right, they bounce right off the ropes and they deliver another one. And in the end, resiliency and the ability to not only get punched in the mouth, but to spit the blood out and say, <laughs> my turn. <laughs> my turn. I, we talked about it in the postgame show, but I, I love the fact that these guys, everybody, the competition. Yeah. Well, we talked about it when Dan Quinn first came on board, coming here, obviously. We talked about what, how he was going to change, transform this team, at least at least the defense side of the ball, into being a highly competitive unit. Right? They were going to bring in a bunch of guys. Right? I told you guys they were going to bring in a bunch of guys, and they were going to have to compete for their spots. There was nobody that was going to be safe simply because of their name and who they are. Everybody was going to have to compete and try to find ways to be on the field. That's what you saw. Guys are jumping up for looking for opportunities to go out there and make plays. Nobody wants to be left out. You don't want to be the guy that's in a film room today Looking at the t- looking at the dog on screen and your name's not called what for do doing say? something good. The motto is get you some. Yeah, get some. Go yeah, get, you get, some. You some. Go yeah. get you some. So like that is what you're seeing. This is a competitive unit. This isn't just guys out there doing their job. These are guys out there trying to be the next man to make the next the big play. And that is the competitive environment and culture that you would like to see. And you're starting to see that carry over to the offensive side of the ball now. And that's what's intriguing and that's what's awesome. Because now you're not just talking about and, and, and even special teams, right? Turpin, you talk about somebody catching the ball nine yards deep. I'm tired of them kicking the ball out the back of the end zone. Yeah, that's that's his Fair mindset. When he's back, there, I'm tired of it. I'm tired of them skying these doggone punts. I'm having a fair catch everything. I'm tired of them kicking the ball at the back of the end zone. It's bad enough the league moved the doggone kick up. You know right. what I'm saying? So now right. I, I have less opportunities. I'm a doggone Pro Bowler. Give me a chance, yeah. right? I know nobody wants he, to. He's a what now? Sure, I'm a Pro Bowler. Yes, oh, okay. right. Cool. Yeah, yeah. First cool. year. Cool. Just making sure. Listen, listen. <laughs> I'm catching this ball nine yards deep. Screw it. I'm coming out with this thing, right? Yeah. And what does he do? Returns. Was he all the way to the 50? Yeah, something like midfield, that. So, midfield. Listen, everybody wants in. 
Mm-hmm. Everybody wants in, yeah. and that is the culture that you want for your team, not just your unit. It started out with a unit, and now it's turned into your whole team. Agreed. And everybody is starting to want to make, make plays. It, it, this was something that you've wanted for a long time yes. here. It never happened. It never happened underneath previous regimes. Facts. I mean, there was talent. There was talent oh, always with the Cowboys. They always absolutely. had enough talent to be competitive. 2014. Maybe 2016 and then 2007 yeah, back yeah. in the day. Those were the two teams that you could really look at yeah. and say they wanted to be dogs. Yeah. They wanted to get after it. This regime and this coaching staff mm-hmm. in front office mm-hmm. deserves all the all the accolades because they finally, whatever caused it, I, I think I know what caused it. Or I think Dan Quinn's acquisition caused their change. I think that was the starting. Yeah, I think that was the starting. Yeah. Okay, And I, I don't know what was said behind the scenes, but I'm going to assume that he was like, well, we're going to bring guys in. Everybody's position is going to be challenged. Yeah. I don't care who you are. I don't care who you are. If you want to play and you're a dude and you want us to continue to pay you, then show it. Yeah. Mm. Because there's going to be somebody right behind you. That's he's looking coming. for that. He's coming. He's waiting for. The, I don't care if that's a rookie. I don't care if he's an undrafted guy. I don't care if he's coming from the USFL. Yeah. Right. There's going to be a guy behind you that wants to go out here and make some doggone plays. So you, your choice. Yeah. Your choice. You can sit up there on your little bag of money and think that you're safe if you want to. Right. But we're getting the guys out of here who don't want to go. That don't want to go out there and lay it all on the line. And you see that now everywhere. Offense, backup offense alignments. Listen, you mess up if you want to. <laughs> okay. Hey, Tyron, big fella. Listen up. We got a young gun over here. We're gonna we're gonna get your replacement. What you gonna do? You know what I what, love you know? about it. You know what I love about it is in last week's edition of Science Lab when I was speaking on the open competition at at cornerback two, um, at CB two I should say, I was praising Mike McCarthy for for a pattern that I've noticed. It is it is a great pattern that we have not seen in the previous regime, and that's a pattern of accountability and in in the realm of. We're not just going to keep this guy on the field because he's our guy. He's our draft pick. He's the one with the big money. They're keeping guys out there that are producing, and if you're not producing, then it doesn't matter what your contract is or what your your draft status is. Get out of the way. Let's get out of the way. And it started, for for me, with with McCarthy, it started in taking only one year. He he didn't sit on the Mike Nolan mistake. One year later, he was like, ah, clean that side of the field off. Dan Quinn comes in, you you retain George Edwards, you tag team them, or you team them up with Joe Witt, mm-hmm. Al Harris, you keep Al Harris, he continues to do good things. And that for me starts to set the tone, not necessarily for the team, but for the culture. Because the culture of the team is starting to see, well, wow, if if Mike will get his own staff up out of here for not performing, I, I better make sure that I'm firing on all cylinders. Mm-hmm. Fast forward to this past week, Kelvin Joseph struggles. This is a second round pick. In year two, you could argue that, oh, he just needs some more time. And the previous regime would have said, you know what? Yep, Taco. Yep. Ooh, he needs more time. McCarthy and Dan Quinn and Joe Witt and that defensive staff looked at Kelvin Joseph and said, you know what? You probably do need more time. But we don't have the time right now in December to give it to you. Next, Nashawn Wright. Let's activate uh, Mackenzie Alexander. Let's try to get this open competition going. So, when Be people ready because we don't have time for you to get ready. Right. When mm. we say it starts at the top and, and trickles down, that's exactly how it happens. So when you see these players like Isaiah is talking about, if you're not performing and you're not executing consistently and you're not putting the team in position to win, you're not going to be the guy on the field anymore. And these players can't look at the coach and say, well, you kept Mike. No, Mike. McCarthy gets to look at them and said, I fired, I fired my mans. Yeah, that was my guy. <laughs> I fired my guy and brought in a new guy. So if you don't think I'll bench you, 
I'll tell you, like T.Y. said, you crazy. Huge credit. <laughs> Huge crazy. credit to that entire staff because when they were building it, it was, it was, wow, that's a good hire. Wow, that's a good hire. It looked good on paper, but it doesn't always <clears> work out. It worked out, and it is continuing to grow. There are still games where it lapses. Jacksonville is being one, and man, it's frustrating that you drop that game. But it gets yeah. it gets addressed, though, right? So you're absolutely gonna, I mean, to your point. You're going to have performances that are not up to your up to par. It's the NFL; it happens. But to your point, the film doesn't lie, right? So yeah, we didn't perform the way we wanted to. We acknowledge that. Now let's go find out who the heck didn't perform well, and let's get them up out of here. Yep. And that in a locker room. That accountability is absolutely everything. When you're in a locker room or you know it doesn't matter what that person, the person ahead of you is doing because of, because of how they're getting paid, they're not just going to keep their spot because they're getting paid substantially more than you, you know that you got a chance if they mess up, it changes everything. Listen, if you think it's a game, really quickly, here's the snap count for cornerbacks not named Deron Bland or Trayvon Diggs against the Philadelphia Eagles. Nashawn Wright. 38, which was 54% of the defense. Mackenzie Alexander took 14, which was 20% of the defense. Kelvin Joseph had zero, zero defensive snaps two weeks after being named starter in the absence of Anthony Brown. Zero. Done. This defense, this defensive staff, this coaching staff as a whole, they want production, and if you're not going to give it to them, they might not cut bait immediately, but they're not going to sit here and wait for you to figure it out in real time with games on the line in December and January. I love that part. That is a huge culture changing uh, piece that Mike love McCarthy it, brought to the to the mix. And it's contagious. It is. Absolutely. Ooh, yeah. It's absolutely contagious because you, you're seeing this happen at corner. And I don't want no cream for that one. <laughs> <laughs> it could happen anywhere in the locker room. It could happen anywhere. All right. When we come back, we're going to do some helmet stickers. We're going to give you our players of the game and shine some light on those that made the win possible. When we come back with more Talking Cowboys. Todd thought it would be secure to jog in the cheetah savannah. Todd believed the big cat repellent he bought online was reliable. And now Todd is trying to be faster than this cheetah that can run 80 miles per hour. But the good news is Todd has AT&T 5G that is fast, reliable, and secure. And he learned the best thing to do is stop running and toss her the backpack with the beef stew. AT&T 5G. Fast, reliable, secure. It's not complicated. 5G requires compatible plan and device. 5G may not be available in your area. See att.com slash 5G for you for details. Black Rifle Coffee Company serves premium coffee to people who love America. When you drink Black Rifle Coffee, you are directly supporting veterans, law enforcement, and first responders in your community. Black Rifle's expert roasters love coffee almost as much as Texas loves football, so it makes sense that America's Coffee partnered with America's team. Go online at BlackRifleCoffee.com and fuel up with the official coffee of the Dallas Cowboys. That's BlackRifleCoffee.com to fuel up today. Little Sweet! Did you get to work on time? Yeah, but I just realized it's Sunday. Little Sweet says head on home. Dr. Pepper is on its way. So sweet, unique. Baby, there's nothing better. I bet you've probably done something that deserves a Dr. Pepper. Did you invest your nest egg in an NFT? Yeah, and I don't even know what that is. It's a non-fungible token. Everyone's done something that deserves a Dr. Pepper. Want to use what the pros use? How about the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys? Jack Black. 
Right now, you can get the Jack Black Starter, a curated collection of Cowboys locker room favorites for just 10 bucks with free shipping. The starter includes four Jack Black skincare favorites plus a full-sized intense therapy lip balm. Go to getjackblack.com cowboys and use the code word TEAMJB. That's getjackblack.com cowboys. The Jack Black Starter, 10 bucks, free shipping. Back to Talking Cowboys. All right, the new year is coming up, and there's one way that if you maybe miss somebody on your holiday gift lifts, give them the Dallas Cowboys United membership. Gift your super fan an annual fan club membership and fan pack for as little as $20. Learn more at dallascowboys.com slash united. Final segment here of Talking Cowboys, presented by Black Rifle Coffee Company, the official coffee of the Dallas Cowboys. It's time now to do some helmet stickers. Isaiah... Here's your stickers yes. over here. We'll let Patrick start since he was hogging them for a little bit. <laughs> That's all right. Patrick, you get to start us off. Who you all got? Right. Let's see. First of all, help me out. What's this here? Uh, those are blueberries. Okay, nice. Yeah. All right. I'll take those because it, it's a pair of them, and I'll explain why. Um, so for those, here's a pair of berries. Okay? Let's just say berries. A pair of berries. I'm going to give a pair of berries to J. Ron Curse. Uh, for two reasons. Ah, here's a triple entendre. Pair of bears for two reasons. One is for each of his takeaways. He mm-hmm. had the interception and he had the fumble recovery. Both were uh, momentum swingers in the favor of the Cowboys. Both led to points for the Cowboys that helped them win this game. Um, but the you talk about a guy who has a pair on him. This guy <laughs> hits the pair of berries. This guy came into this game, <laughs> J. Ron Curse did, and he talked furiously about how this defense was playing unacceptable football, how guys had to step up, how this they needed to be better in all aspects. And, yeah, they had some things they still need to clean up from, from Sunday or Saturday. But you know what they didn't need to clean up? Takeaways. And you know why? Because J. Ron Curse had two of them. Yep. Hopped on top of it. Two of them. A pair. A pair of takeaways. And what a pair this guy has to walk the walk on Christmas Eve after talking the talk all week long. Mm, I like it. J. Ron Curse, our first first helmet sticker. I've got this little strawberry. He's shrugging. He's winking. He's kind of saying, yeah, you know what? I I got you. I got you. (laughs) That's Tyler Biotish. I'm going to give it to Tyler Biotish because not only did he have some success against the interior offensive line, or excuse me, against the interior defensive line with Linville Joseph, Fletcher Cox, Jordan Davis early on, and a bunch of other dudes. Dude. But he also single-handedly ripped the football away mm-hmm. from a, a potential turnover after a Dak fumble that would have given the ball back to Philadelphia with the lead. And that, yeah. that, it's another uns, unsung hero and an unsung play in a game full of game-changing plays. I'm oh, going to yeah. give it to Tyler Biata. She's winking, saying, you ain't talking about me. You're not talking about me, but I got you. There okay. you go. I love I like it. it. Tyler B. All right, guys. Well, it's my turn. You see this right here? Mm. That is a young gentleman with an umbrella. And there's a smaller gentleman underneath there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, that is Dak Prescott and T.Y. Hilton. <laughs> and Dak Prescott is putting up the umbrella because it was pouring. It was, it was right. pouring turnovers. It was looking bad. Looking real bad. Hey, interceptions. They had sacks, right? And then Dak Prescott took out his umbrella. He said, I got you. Come on over, T.Y. 
and <laughs> threw a dime on third and 30. Had it not been for that play, Dallas Cowboys lose this ball game. So, Dak Prescott, T.Y. Hilton, <laughs> this umbrella's for you. <laughs> All right. I was hoping Dak would get a, a sticker. Now, he kind of did. You could give 100 he, he, of these he's out. He's a T.Y. sticker. He's a T.Y. sticker. He's a T.Y. sticker. <laughs> which one's Dak and which one's T.Y. again? T.Y.'s a little You know what? Let's break rank really quickly. You're going to make one? It's Christmas. Uh, oh. It's it's beating the Eagles. Yeah, it's beating them at home and keeping them from celebrating. Putting another one on. Uh, so let's go with. We're going to give Dak Prescott a sticker because oh, well, he that, he's, what, he's, he's on a sticker. He's on it. That's what I just did. Uh, yeah, no, I was going to say C.D. Lamb. I was going to say Anthony Barr. Anthony Barr Dude, played well. Over the yeah, he played well. You know what? Yeah, that listen, right. sure C.D. Enough, had one twenty. Let's do it this way. <laughs> Big old watermelon. <laughs> Big old watermelon. Why would I go with the big old watermelon? Because it took a collective. Think about the watermelon and all the seeds inside of the watermelon. Oh. It took all the seeds inside of the watermelon. Defense, offense, special teams, everybody, role players, starters, stars, big guys, everybody, small guys. It, it took everybody to grow this watermelon mm. and smash it in the face. You want to see some fruit? Of Nick Sirianni. So you want to see me smash watermelon to the entire team, <laughs> Gallagher? <laughs> Absolutely, and, and and the Cowboys know about smashing watermelons, right? Yeah, yeah they know a little something we'll about that. Mike McCarthy knows a little something about yeah. that. So I don't know if Mike McCarthy smashed any watermelons this past week, but I tell you what he did—he plucked some birds, is what he did. Mm. So watermelon sticker to the Cowboys as a team, as a coaching staff, as an organization, because the organization is who brought in that T.Y. Hilton character. Mm. I tell yeah. you what. So Merry Christmas to all. It's all. A great night. I love how when Patrick gets really excited about a win, he gets down home country. He got a little bit of twang <laughs> to the right voice. Apart. I love it. I, I think it's great. Whenever you can hear the twang, that's when you know you Patrick Patrick's on cloud nine. You better believe it, We're all on cloud nine. It was a big win for the Cowboys, yep. but not a whole lot of time to celebrate it. Tomorrow we're going to preview the the Cowboys and the Tennessee Titans coming up Thursday night football. Mm-hmm. It's just a couple days away. I mean, we're on Monday. Yeah. Then travel day Wednesday for it you guys. Is. And then they're playing on Thursday night up in Nashville. So we'll be back on Talking Cowboys tomorrow to break it all down for you. That does it for us today. Presented by Black Rifle Coffee Company. For Chris Beam, Patrick Nosey, Walker, Isaiah, Stanback. I'm Kyle Yeoman saying so long. Thanks for joining us on a Victory Monday edition of Talking Cowboys. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!